0: it is the dynasty podcast panel cast series featuring a live panel recorded on tuesday february 4th at city winery in chicago my name is heima black i host this podcast at dynastypodcast.com this week a live crossover panel cast with mark rose and bob nana for their downright podcast series featuring william beckett and dustin courier here's how that sounds all
1: right good evening everybody thank you so much for being here First and foremost, a huge thank you to City Winery for hosting us this evening. This place is beautiful. Show us luck. Woo! For those of you who don't know me, my name is Mark Rose, and to my left is Bob Nana, and we are the uh, creators of the site called Downright, which is a, a singer-songwriter platform where we encourage artists to come on board and collaborate with people to write one-of-a-kind custom songs. And um, conveniently, tonight's event is on our one-year anniversary from launching. So that's pretty cool. And uh, steering our ship tonight is a, a veteran of the uh, music industry here in Chicago, Mr. Haima Black with Dynasty Podcasts. Thank you. Um,
0: not going to talk too long because I know everybody's here to see these four uh my name is Jaima black i've been working in the chicago music scene in chicago chicago music scene in chicago um for the last 16 years believe it or not um and dynasty podcast launched about nine years ago as the first music podcast in chicago and we've been lucky enough to feature all four of the gentlemen here to my right on the podcast at various times and various projects so very exciting to be up here with all of you guys again so let's uh roll down here and have everyone kind of do a proper introduction
2: for themselves for sure uh as mark said all right yes, yeah for sure there you go uh my name is bob nana i started downright with mark and play in a bunch of bands and i've been playing in bands for over 20 years now uh touring and writing songs and I,
1: I already introduced myself, my name is Mark Rose, uh, formerly of the band Spittlefield and now just a singer-songwriter under my own name, and to my right is Mr. Bill Beckett here.
3: Hello, William, Bill for short, uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and um, it's a pleasure to be sharing mics with these guys, and uh, I'm also, I moonlight as a male dancer, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was your main gig and you were moonlighting
4: as a musician. That's right,
3: I know <laughs> All right, well, you know. Anyway, that's all I got to say right now. <laughs> uh, and I'm Dustin
4: Courier. I currently play in a band called Cut Teeth. And I'm going to try to do some stuff on my own tonight.
2: <laughs> nice. Cool, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, you know, tonight we're going to be talking with everybody who's up here about the work that they're doing individually, their work with Downright, everything that inspires them. There's a lot of places we could start, but let's start with the work you guys are doing with Downright. If you guys wanna each kind of talk about what sort of work is happening that you guys are doing as artists, because obviously Bob and Mark are working behind the scenes, but what kind of work as musicians are each of you guys doing with Downright? And how does that work?
2: Uh, Well, yeah, all four of us are actually on the site uh, writing songs for people and uh, it's really been really interesting in a different way in a way collaborating in a way that I'm not sure existed before um, and it's been really re- rewarding to have folks um, email in stories uh, about their lives or their significant others or their families uh, or themselves you know if they want a song and and then we you know take that information and uh, create this custom work based on their inspirations. Sometimes it's a lot of inspiration, sometimes it's hardly any. They just want a a song for themselves. But um, it's been, like I said, really, really rewarding to be able to connect with fans in this way. Yeah, and to um, kind of elaborate a little
1: bit, for those of you who aren't that familiar with the site, um, the way it works is when you go to the site, you find the songwriter that you want to collaborate with and they each have a a customized questionnaire that you fill out. kind of tailoring your wants and and needs for this for this song that's going to be written by the songwriter and ultimately what ends up happening is a writer such as myself or bob or william or dustin end up writing a song that we would have otherwise never written which is uh, proved to be pretty inspiring at least i can speak for myself and say that and i having talked to these guys i know it's true so the type of work that you're doing is just really, it really is one of a kind, and um, it's really special and powerful to connect with somebody um, on that level, and as a writer, you know, a lot of people write from their own personal experiences and things they go through in their own lives and uh, their family's lives and their friends' lives, and then to, to write with somebody else is kind of like, almost like fiction writing in a way. It allows you to kind of experiment and do things you wouldn't have otherwise done, which has been cool. Um, and I was excited after... Uh, talking with William for a bit about uh, him coming on board when the uh, when the time was right. We got him on board and been pretty busy.
3: Yeah, it's been quite busy um, on Downright for me. And uh, it's been pretty much... I didn't really think that it would be um, as... I mean, I couldn't imagine how rewarding it would be for me from a creative standpoint, from a, an emotional standpoint as well, because... Fans um, have always been like everything to me, and uh, to all of us up here. I mean, we know the importance of of our fan base and of the people that support our music, uh, and um, to be able to collaborate on a level like this. I mean, I've read stories that you know from people who have requested songs that are just like, I mean, I'm I'm like overwhelmed emotionally by it because it's they're really telling. Things that they can't get off their chest otherwise. So um, in a lot of ways, it's a really cool way for me to, uh, to get a lot of those things that I relate to, you know, um, in their stories off my chest as well. So in a lot of ways, it's like a, a joint sort of... Uh, it's like a joint sort of therapy in, a, you know, a lot of ways. Especially when I did a cover of Rihanna's S&M. <laughs> that was probably the most therapeutic thing I've done in a long time But anyway
4: Did you do a dance to it?
3: I, well I, I kind of turned it into like a bony Iver like super sad <laughs> Version So m- my dance was a slow one <laughs> Like s- like just kind of Slowly swaying back and forth with a bottle of wine In my arms
1: <laughs> A lot of the uh, the writers on board Have all different types of options For these different production levels um, everything from, you know, uh, home recordings with just a you know a guitar and a vocal up to like a studio production, and and after you mentioned Rihanna, it made me want to remind everybody that there's also a cover option to pick a songwriter and have them cover a song that's important to you. Or, and and actually, the first time that I used this site as a um, as a fan was uh, one of our writers, Matt Pryor from from the Get Up Kids. I uh, I had him record a version of, um, of a John Mayer song for, for my brother for his birthday. And it was exciting for me filling out the form and explaining what I wanted and to receive the song and then pass it to my little brother Danny. I get to experience it on the other side. So as somebody who's been working on the site with Bob and then writing on the site as a writer, I've now also been on the other side of it as someone requesting a song. And it just reminds me how powerful music is. Anybody who's grown up listening to music or has favorite bands or artists or voices that they connect with to have their voice do something that's important to you um and just for you is really
4: really special
0: justin did we i wanted to make sure we gave you a chance to
4: sure weigh in um well as you might have noticed Um, A lot of the guys up here have been in some bands that you probably know, and I have not. Um, (laughs) To be fair, people know who the Felix Culpa is. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But But I was not a dry, you know, like I didn't sing in that band or whatever. Um, So I've not actually had any commissioned collaborations at this point. Um, But if anyone out there is interested... You know, maybe maybe I know if I, I can win you over, maybe if I can win you your hearts over tonight. Yeah. Um, you any, know. any Rihanna song, anyone wants. Yeah, whatever Rihanna song, <laughs> your choice. I'll do it. Though you,
1: um, one of the things I've noticed, um, not just from knowing you in real life, but also knowing you on the internet, is that some of the stuff that, that you've been doing outside of the Felix culpa and now outside of Cut Teeth is almost this like, like soundscape, this like, uh, like you know, I don't know, music. Uh, instrumental work that can be paired with things
4: yeah yeah i think i have this weird pipe dream of being a guy who uh scores movies um and so i've done a few projects where i've gotten to score some commercials or you know random kind of you know video projects and stuff like that and and that's really interesting to me so i don't know if um you know downright um at any point uh if if people are going to be coming to that as a way to get music in that kind of way rather than, like, from their favorite songwriter. You know, like, I feel like a lot of people, you know, they want to approach you guys because they know, like, man, you know, Braid, you know, is my favorite band, and I want, you know, Bob to write me this song, you know, for whatever purpose. And, you know, I think it would be great if, you know, people, you know, went to the site at some point, you know, in search for my own creative project. But, you know... Definitely, and that is absolutely, like, uh, in
1: the cards as the site grows and as we bring on more writers and as we expand and find new outlets to get songwriters writing music, that is definitely on our Yeah, I would love to do that kind
4: of work, absolutely. Yeah,
1: I mean, whether it's, you know, independent films or small businesses or or somebody who's looking for a new soundtrack to their own (coughs) life, maybe. Yeah, Um, something to
4: play as they strut. Right. Yeah, (laughs) just your shower song your (laughs) walk to work song i don't know yeah (laughs) just throwing stuff out there
0: um you know something i think that's interesting about the downright model is that something like this really didn't exist up until a year ago and is it kind of almost like like to bob and mark are you almost kind of surprised looking back that someone didn't get to this
2: idea before you guys a little bit. I mean, it did exist in just small pockets, like maybe a songwriter would do his own, his or her own song shop online or whatever, and you know, this it's sort of like there's a Kickstarter, usually on some Kickstarters yeah, they'll do some yeah, custom like a Kickstarter songs or whatever, thing, but, but they're so exp- it's too expensive and right. it's not very. I don't know, it just doesn't feel very personal. When in fact, when we first came up with the idea, we were thinking, well, maybe Mark and I will just set up our own site for us to write songs because it's like. You know we're home we're not on tour we like writing we like writing songs it's what we're like good at we want to practice and so we thought we would do it and then like literally woke up you know whatever came up the idea woke up the next day and i called mark and i was like maybe we should make it like a network and invite everybody like all the songwriters. we between us we know a lot of songwriters that would be interested in this and then start there and get the word out and then open it to, to anybody i mean what's You know, what's so special about just a Mark and Bob uh, shop? Nothing. Yeah, we almost. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. You get the same. Thanks, Bob. Don't sell
4: yourself short.
1: (laughs) No, but the word that, like, I don't know, the word that we've been kind of throwing around with the site is is a songwriter community because, like Bob said, anybody, I guess, could set up their own kind of, you know, email and PayPal kind of thing to maybe do something like this. But we want it to be something where. You know, writing a downright song is something that people know what that means, and artists can collaborate with even, even other artists, or you know, you never know what, what things could happen as more and more artists kind of get in the same creative space. And um, and and part of the reason that we actually started the site, like Bob mentioned, we were thinking just you know, for the two of us to let people know, hey, we, we could do something like this, we're available for something like this. We kind of wanna kind of tear down that wall that's between um, you know, music fans and, and listeners and the and the songwriters to to say, hey, like, you know, this, this is a, a creative process just like a lot of other creative processes out there. You know, whether it's, you know, filmmakers or photographers or people that practice their crafts doing things, it's kind of like the same way you would maybe commission somebody to capture a very important moment in your life, like at, you know, at a wedding or at an event. You know, we want to be able to document and write a song for somebody to... You know, help them capture something in their lives. So, as we bring on more writers, we've seen we've seen the site grow from just Bob and I launching before Valentine's Day this past year to now we're up to thirty six uh, songwriters, and um, you know, more and more are showing interest in being a part of what we're doing.
0: What I think is interesting about this, and we've even discussed this uh, a couple of us at various um, podcasts and discussions and events, is that this is one answer to this, like, seemingly unanswerable question of, like, how do artists make money? And I see a lot of artists out there who are very frustrated, who feel very discouraged by how much the music industry has been demonetized, how much the um, the kind of art of music and the experience of listening and discovering to music, listening and discovering music has been cheapened or it's become a background thing. This actually became a solution, at least in one respect, of, like, how artists can you know not like buy a house but one channel for them to to monetize their art how has this been you know for artists who have worked with downright you know who suddenly have kind of like and again it's not like I'm a, a thing to like pay your bills with but what's been the response from people who have worked with you guys who are like oh my god it's so nice to actually get paid for some of my
1: music again yeah i mean we we would like artists to be able to pay some of their bills with it i mean Ultimately, I, I guess the, the solution, or I guess the problem that we're trying to help solve is is more so in this digital era where people can listen to music for free or um, stream music on, on online or watch a, a show on YouTube or whatever, it doesn't mean that the fans aren't there and that the people aren't supporting their artists, but it does mean that the record sales are dropping and that the royalties are dropping. And uh, some ways that artists continue to hopefully make money is getting out there and touring um, but then there's a life at home aside from touring, and this is where we come in. We want to be what artists are doing, uh, you know, when they're not on the road or they're not in the studio recording their own projects. Is they're finding work doing like Bob, what Bob said, you know, what they're good at and
2: what you think they're good at. Um, and from a fan's perspective, they're getting, you know, a song that technically they they don't have to play for anybody. It could just be for them, as opposed to them downloading illegally or illegally like the the artists albums and stuff just like has. everyone has yeah. it everyone knows this but no no like, like you've got your own william beckett song that you could just i'm not playing it for anybody in here like it's just mine it's for me and it's it's, it's it's a really cool thing. Yeah, but you
3: guys get to listen to all of them anyway, right? Because we can't. <laughs> we <laughs>
1: we could sneak in there if, if that's what you're asking and yeah. <laughs> sneak sneak a listen.
0: There's a mainframe
3: uh, <laughs> breach when it comes to yeah. Mark Rose and his hacking skills. That's Hopefully this isn't
0: the next social network to get hacked. <laughs> Like Snapchat or something like
1: that. Oh, like... Like all the personalized songs
5: can no, still like, crash like,
1: override. Or William intercepts my request and does the song for me that I... I'm like, what? Gotcha. <laughs> no, but you know what? Um, having, you know, with the different bands that we've been in over the years and having performed at so many different levels, like from, you know, basement shows and VFW halls and church basements up to, you know, theaters and in uh, William's case, some stadiums, um, the one thing that I think we can all agree on that we've seen happen is that that music fans haven't gone anywhere. They're still loving music, but the the record sales are not there. People don't buy albums anymore the way they used to. It's a lot it's a lot more tailored to individual singles now and a lot more tailored to people doing subscription models like Spotify or or for like movies for like Netflix, et cetera. So you know that's why the the DVD bin at target is is there with the five dollar movies that used to be forty bucks, you know. Um, artists that used to be selling platinum numbers are now, you know, hoping to crack gold, and that's just that's just a reality, and rather than fight that and try to change that, we're just trying to bring something else to the table to, to help songwriters so they can keep doing those things.
0: You're looking for opportunity in a really, you know, what could be deemed a crisis. You're finding opportunities in it instead of complaining about it because you can complain about it and, it, you know, not to imply that it's not worth complaining about, there's a lot of injustice there, but if you decide, okay, this isn't ideal, let's find a way to make this better for us, then
3: that's gonna go a long way. You know, I think that that kind of goes back to like the work ethic of how we all started as musicians and the way that I started as a musician is that we didn't rely on radio play. We didn't rely on, on, on like all these things to be just, uh, you know, given to us or we didn't take it for granted. So um, it's, you know, in order to survive as a brand new band, in a van you had to have new ideas with merchandise you had to have new ideas uh with with just trying to connect with fans in a different way and this is exactly what drew me to this idea um to be a part of it and it you know it you know we can all sit you know here and bellyache about you know the music business crisis and like who's to blame and all that but um you know, i think it's much more positive and it's much more uh of a You know, it's a good thing for music and for musicians and artists and for also fans of music to be proactive and to think of new ideas and new exciting ways. In a lot of ways, we're getting back to the core of what it's all about is writing songs for, you know, for people. And
1: with with Bob and I, um, you know, kind of building the site and, and trying to develop it. Um, something that we often remind ourselves is that we are songwriters first and foremost, and that's why we want to build something that would work for us. Um, We want to see things that that we would be excited about seeing as songwriters. And there's been a number of instances where Bob and I are recording our week, or well, we try to do weekly, but our podcast, or talking about artists that we want to reach out to, where we, we mentioned we might be the first person to request a song from that person because we're also fans. We are music fans. Music has been the most important thing in our lives so you know something i think that's interesting looking at
0: everybody who's up here all four of you while we're talking about kind of like the larger industry picture is like all of you have been able to um move through multiple projects you weren't you know like mark had spittlefield and that you know comes and goes um braid academy is felix culpa and these are groups that you know were or are groups that people knew you guys for and You guys have all found, you know, second and third kind of um, opportunities beyond that, and you've been able to evolve as, like, solo artists or branch out into other projects or find new endeavors like Downright. Why do you think that each of you have been able to continually evolve in the music industry when a lot of artists don't? You know, there are artists, and this is not a judgment thing, there are artists who, you know, maybe have one big band, and that band it stops working out for them or they run into whatever problems, and then that's it. They don't find a second opportunity there?
2: Um, I'm not sure. Go, go for it.
4: I think people who genuinely love playing music, I think we have to. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line. You know, I mean, no matter what happens, you know, I mean, all my bands could break up and no one could buy my record, but I'm still going to write a song at home and I'm still going to record it and give it to my friends or my family or whatever. Like, we just, I think that's a thing that we just have to do and um to a certain extent there's not really a whole lot of choice i don't think and you know yeah you know maybe the four of us have chosen um you know to try to find outlets that are um you know a little bit more extroverted or whatever um you know we are trying our best to bring things to you know new audiences or whatever but you know at the end of the day I think it's just a matter of the fact that you know no matter what we're going to want to come home at the end of the day and write a song
3: you know um, for me personally another part of that as well as like I didn't choose to go to college right out of high school you know I'm like this is what I'm going to do I went on the road immediately so I don't have like a college degree to go get like a job right away if I want to um, I think that part of that is because I this has always been what I wanted, you know. I think this is like what we've wanted um, to do, uh, even from that that you know that point in time. And I'm I'm not willing to uh, to just uh, give up because you know it's not what your grandma thought you would be, you know. Because like I don't see you on TV, I don't see you on the radio. But really, that's not really why I started doing this, and I'm I, I'm. I'm positive it's not why all four of us you know started doing it was to be famous it was to share our music because that's really what our major outlet was and with downright it's 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 taking that to the next level in my opinion because it's it's a, a very specific individual connection with a very specific person and with their you know, very specific story so um, that's how I started with a very specific story it was my own so um I, it's why I relate to the the site a lot yeah for
1: for me uh, after after my band broke up i actually i had to do a whole lot of soul searching because I knew I wanted to keep writing music I mean that was a given for me there was like there was there was nothing else that I really cared about that much um, that's something that I really really felt like I put all of myself into but for anybody who's involved with with art and anybody who's you know, had a passion. The the biggest fear I think you run into is what happens when this can't be done anymore? Like what happens when this all goes away? And like for me, it's it's a worry of what happens when people stop listening to my songs or stop supporting me at live shows or what happens when it's time for me to, you know, settle down or start a family or buy a house or something. Like how am I gonna support any of those things since I've been in a van for the last 10 years, you know? And, and you know it's like in some ways it's like you have little to show for it, maybe in, in, in the bank account, but you have a lot to show for it in the people that you 've connected with and with the experiences you've had that you wouldn't trade for anything um, so so for me, starting the starting the site and being involved as a writer um, on the site is is a means to help me keep that dream alive and to keep pushing forward and I think part of the reason Bob and I started the site is because we don't want to give up on those things, and we wanted to Help help others move move forward as well. I know that we
0: are thinking about doing some performances. Do we want to do those now, or
1: do a couple more questions? Sure. So what are we thinking? Well, so we're going to continue this podcast for just a, a, a little bit longer. But while we're taping, we were uh, wondering if you guys were interested in hearing a song that was written um, on downright by Mr. William Beckett. <laughs> So, no? Okay, let's keep going. Yeah, so let's no, keep no, going. No. So that's <laughs> a no. no, yeah. So what movies have you seen? <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, and when, we're, and when we're done here taping, um, we are going to switch into a writer's round, and we're going to play a bunch of songs that we've written. Um, but if, if you're uh, interested, you want to...
3: Well, um, how about you guys just... You carry on for a moment. I'm going to get my guitar it, should, all tuned sure. up, and uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we'll go for it. Talk amongst Sounds persons. good, yeah. yeah. I thought
3: you were going to say, Pick you guys... A topic carry me over to my (laughs) guitar
0: in the chair yes
2: yes.
0: (laughs) um so downright you know like you said it's the year anniversary of downright um today what have been some of the highlights in that time and what has been some of the surprises where you know when you guys came up with this you couldn't have imagined that maybe you'd have matt Pryor from the get-up kids or something
2: yeah uh, matt was like the first person on my list one 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 thing i'll say is like uh What's really cool is seeing how people have chosen to use the site in ways that we never really imagined. There was a guy who used the site to curate a mix for his girlfriend to propose to her. And um, this already happened, so it's not a surprise or anything. <laughs> but uh, what was cool is he picked artists from the site and had each one write a song on a specific aspect of their relationship. So Travis... Uh, uh, Travis Chettle. He did a song about their bunny. Like, she wanted a song about their bunny, and then, like, the song he got from me was about Chicago. It's like, write a song about Chicago. Done. Like, you kidding me? (laughs) But Uh, you open
1: up a cabinet of tapes.
2: Yeah, exactly,
1: right. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, (laughs) We also had, um, what was it, a somebody commissioned uh matt Pryor to write a song that was going to be their first dance at their wedding and then they uh went the next step and they pressed i think like 50 or, or 100 uh seven inch seven inch records to give as the party favors at, at the wedding which i thought was incredible um you know for, for for someone like like matt who has you know been in a very influential band and, sp- and spent a lot of time touring and performing and writing songs To know that not only is his song being performed or being played at a a wedding for someone's first dance but that everybody there is going home with like a copy of that song like super cool
0: well it's one of these things too where it um you know for as long as there's been music and popular music and musicians there have been fans who have been touched by music and it's influenced them but now it's a very like personal it's not like oh your words that you wrote like affected me
1: i felt like you were talking to me now, fans could be like, yeah, literally, you were talking, mm, to, talking me. to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, and, and you were asking about a, a few highlights, too, like aside from those really cool uses of the site, um, again, uh, Bob and I, seeing the site grow from two artists up to where we're at now with 36, um, this this calendar year, we've earned our songwriters um, over $40,000, which has wow. been awesome. Wow.
0: Dude, that is no small feat, though, oh. in this music industry. I mean. You look everywhere. You look. There's articles about how little artists are making. I saw the other day, like some article was talking about Creation uh, made a cent off her album. I mean, like oh, right. one whole penny. I mean, like that's it's just staggering. So forty thousand oh. dollars is a really big
2: of you know, Like a perfume. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: made a cent. Made a cent off her album. That's the next stage of downright I know, custom. I was thinking custom custom perfume.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: man,
1: um, are we ready to go? I think well, so. Is- and actually, what I what I wanna what I wanna ask. <laughs> Uh, William, before you get started on this song, is um, it would be, I think it'd be really cool if you mentioned maybe something about the request you got and what the song's called. Maybe talk about it a little bit so people kind of get planted in their minds where you were at when you had to put this together.
3: Of course. So, hello everyone, I'm over here now. Saw, it was so clear when I biffed the microphone with my guitar. But um, anyway, this song is I wrote for a girl named Charmaine. And uh, she had such a cool name that I wanted to put it in the song, so I, I put it in the song as well. Um, but uh, he is actually, um, I think that she's Filipino, but she lives in Australia, so English isn't her first language. Um, uh, so that didn't really matter because I feel like he got it. You know, She, 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 she totally got it. But she did ask to have the lyric sent. Um, but... For her, she was going through um, essentially, you know, I really related to it um, quite a bit as well because she's going through, um, I mean, I don't want to like blow up her spot though because it's like some, you know, know, it's a, a personal thing about her. But now, since her name's in the song, I can't say it's not about this person that might or may not be on social network sites with the same name. But anyway, um... Like dude, you told them my story man that's that, that this it's for me, but uh anyway she, she was going through some hard times as far as um self doubt and uh feeling um trapped and feeling like like sort of stagnant after graduating college and um without you know having any real insp- like you know she was really feeling a void of inspiration and a void of spark and a void of direction so um I wrote this for her to um, help her through that. And it's called Walls.
5: So I hear you're feeling pretty bad about Since graduation now your life's turned out Disappointment spread across your face And all your friends you had got out of town Traveled the world and had their lives mapped out Now you're moping, hanging around your place Don't forget to remember that the walls you hide behind Are the same ones that surround each and every soul the Is hard to find out in the open in the spotlight. A mountain hanging around your face. Well, girl, now 22 years is not that long. Gotta stop stressing about the things that went got believe it in yourself. Charming ain't charm.
2: Thank you. Wow. Man.
0: Sounds amazing.
2: Do you wish you were Charmaine?
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I was actually That's thinking that. the whole that, time. Man. I was yeah.
2: like... That was, that was really great. Yeah. I mean, Incredible. Start believing in yourself, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have the right... Yeah,
3: it, it could work, Bob. Like, you know?
2: Please, t- no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'll, just get a, I'll just get a song for you.
5: believing in yourself,
1: There it is. Yeah. All right, pay the man. Yeah. <laughs> Get a card swipe
0: up here. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so before we uh, wrap up this portion of the evening, uh, we want to open up to you guys a little bit if you have any uh, questions or thoughts. Um,
0: yeah, what we can do is I'll unhook my mic so that you guys can uh, ask the question, and you will be part of the podcast recording, just FYI. So... Um, let's do it. Um, For starters, does
1: anybody have anything they? Yeah. Like are to there ask? any other? Are there any <laughs> besides, questions Besides at all? William, you, you raised me. your hand. I saw
0: you. No, I
3: was waving at a friend. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, does anyone
0: want to come over here and ask a question? If you come to this side wall,
1: or you can you can line. ask it from there and then we can repeat it. We can repeat so, it too. Yeah. yeah. Either or. Anybody?
0: All right. Yep. Are there female artists on the site? Yes, there are. Uh, we, have,
1: we have one up here with
0: us right now. Yeah, we I was going to say, seat. let's... Uh,
1: here. Oh, yeah, let's embarrass her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so this is Layla Royale, who is uh, the producer on Dynasty Podcast. She handles all of our live events, but she's also a tremendously talented composer and cellist and is on Downright.
5: Yes, uh, indeed. Pretty much sums it up right there, yeah. Um well,
0: what, kind of, what kind of songs do you do?
5: Ah, uh, woof.
1: Well, rather than putting you on the spot entirely, what I will say is uh, Layla was the first artist that we brought on the site that was offering uh, accompaniment, meaning if you had a piece of work that you had already put together or, or something like that, like you could come to Layla and ask her to lay down uh, either pre-written or have her write a cello part um, or multiple cello parts as an accompaniment. multiple string
5: parts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, um, yeah, I mean, first person on the site in terms of that and doing uh, string arrangements and helping to arrange that for other musicians who might not be as prepared to kind of, um, or as familiar with string and orchestral instruments, that's something I can easily provide and I have access to. Um, and then, of course, just writing solo string pieces, cello pieces, electronic pieces, kind of all over the map. Um, up on down right so yeah
1: yeah and we have um a handful of other uh, female artists right now too um lindsey
2: minton right lindsey minton who's in a great band called football etc she's on the site and has done a lot of work lauren lo piccolo who's in the audience is on mm-hmm. the site as well and has done some songs uh carly commando from slingshot, from slingshot dakota, dakota yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah i mean we are um
1: we're looking forward to bringing on more and more female songwriters as well but yes there are some currently anybody else have any uh thing they'd like to ask or you could direct a question at any one of us individually, too. Yes?
0: Yeah, so the question, really quick, just for the recording, is, like, where does the ownership happen in terms of someone commissioning a song? Is the artist own it? Does the fan or
1: audience on it? Where does that land? Right, okay. Yeah, that's a great question, and that is a question that most artists are asking us um, when they're inquiring about being a part of what we do. Um, so I guess to summarize it, um, because not everybody knows all of the music um, lingo, um, the way it works is that, any of the creative content put in that song is still owned by the songwriter, meaning if I commissioned a song uh, for William because William wanted me to write something for him, uh, which he will do later tonight, right? Oh yeah. Thank you. Uh, all, all the things within that song, the lyrics, the chord changes, uh, whatnot, um, those are all still mine to do future things with if I chose to. Um, but, what becomes Williams forever is that recording itself, meaning that recording cannot be used for commercial use it couldn 't be put up for sale by me or by william it couldn 't be distributed without my permission, so ultimately, the songwriter never has to worry. well, I wrote this great song about uh, about william 's cat. I wrote this great song, and now i can 't use this song for my own work. The answer is yeah i could i 'd have to re record it um, but yeah, so the The person requesting does uh, own that particular recording, but the content, everything creative, is still the songwriters.
4: Which is why William was able to perform the song that he just did, right? Exactly.
1: Right. Yep. You had a second part to that, maybe? Yeah, who's the service for, the artists
0: or
2: the fans? It's, I mean, the the, the easy answer is both. Um, But I think... I think maybe the, way, maybe
1: the way to approach answering that would be we target the artists who then can target their fans. Um, I think that, I mean, ultimately, most of the work that's been done so far on the site has come from uh, from people that are already familiar with the artists they're requesting from. So if we have somebody who has less fans, they may reach less people initially. Um, but by being on the site and being a part of the community and being mentioned on on the site and on podcasts and on updates, et cetera, they might find some new listeners that come to them. Um, u- ultimately, we want the artists to be as busy as they want to be or, or not busy as they want to be, depending on what their schedules will allow. So I will say that ultimately we're here for the artists first and foremost, the songwriters, um, but through that we're able to connect with everybody else. And um, as it grows in that way and as more people know about it, that will allow us to bring on more and more writers, and I think everyone benefits from that.
0: What's uh, what's next for Downright in the next year? When we're sitting here a year from now uh, in another
2: exactly, guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back here a year in a year. Yeah. Same <laughs> everybody
1: place. meet here a year from now.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> there's there's so much we want to do. Uh, we have a lot of expansion ideas involving all different uh, things that we could have artists doing for people. Um, I think that the more artists we bring in, the more doors that are going to be opened. Um, we, we were, we've been talking about a bunch of things that we think would be cool to see on the site such as um, kind of picking artists to do duets together to write and record maybe you know picking two artists that otherwise wouldn't be writing songs together to bring them together to do something for you um, and I mean there's just I mean there's so many ideas I mean I, I think immediately though um, we really want to figure out the next steps for us to expand and to start opening up to all sorts of songwriters that aren't people that we already know um, we want this to be a service that anybody could sign, sign up for eventually and create their own profile and start working because even if you don't have maybe um, you know, all the fans and connections and immediately you do have friends and family and stuff that might really benefit from, from this um, I think a great thing for an aspiring songwriter to do is to to get writing you know and if you can find some work doing that kind of stuff I think that's really cool so.
2: Yeah and I would also say it would be really cool if Maybe by this time next year, Downright became just a, a, a natural step for any songwriter who's promoting maybe, maybe an album or going, you know, whatever, promoting a song, promoting an album, to have this be one more part of their promotional blitz. To be like, well, you know, we're going to be doing this and so we did this video and we're going to be on Downright for X amount of days or whatever. Just one, one more way to help promote their music.
1: Yeah, and the more uh, the more opportunities we have to, to promote what we're trying to do, I think, uh, naturally, the more artists we're going to have interested in being a part of it, and the more uh, music listeners and, and fans we're going to have requesting their favorite artists to get on board. And something that has kind of, I don't know, sent like a, a chill down my spine a couple times is when I've seen people uh, type, you know, on Twitter or on Facebook, like, oh, like I just got my first downright song, or one of the artists says, hey, I'm opening up the downright shop, or I just finished a downright song. Just kind of hearing that and knowing what that means, that it means someone got something real special and that someone got compensated to do something and everybody's happy. Um, So,
2: Yeah, and you were just mentioning about, you know, doing more more things like this. Yeah, of course, we'd love to do more events. We've done a few this past year, but, um, you know, we're going to probably go to South by Southwest and um, schedule some events there this year as well. And... Just see what's up. I'm sure we'll, we'll do we'll do more shows like this probably, throughout the U.S. at least. Yeah, and and as you see when we transition
1: here into the writers round, this format is like you know very popular in a lot of songwriting heavy areas like Nashville or New York or sometimes L.A. But um, I think it'd be great to to bring the show on the road and get different downright artists together to kind of story tell um, about their experiences and then perform. So I think a downright tour could be really cool. Um, So yeah, just everything and anything we can to help expand. We got, we got one more back here, and I then- think my mom here. Has a, I think my mom has a question, so I'm gonna stand up, yeah.
0: Yeah, what's the price range my mom wants to know? <laughs> uh,
2: sure, the, the price range is at the discretion of the artist, so at, the artist can uh, set their own prices, whatever they're, they're comfortable with, but one thing that we really wanna stress is that um, each artist needs to have at least one one hundred dollar option so that you know you you wouldn't have an artist like coming on, coming on and being like, "Well, you know I'm not doing anything for less than five hundred dollars or something like that because one of the points of the of the site is to be able to connect with everybody so that that's you know something that we're sticking to,
1: yeah, right? and with each artist kind of having you know different levels of demand for for the the material that they're creating, I, I think it's important not only to have that one hundred dollar level but to to allow the artist to maybe have some you know swinging for the fences crazy options that are a lot more expensive and maybe that would be something that would never happen or happen one time but if somebody wants to support you at that level it's really cool to give them the opportunity to um but it's the consistency of work i think that's most important and um you know, we've had a, a very wide range of of artists who haven't gotten work yet and artists who've gotten too much work, so we're trying to learn from all those things and how we can help, help satisfy everybody and kind of get them what they're looking for.
0: Cool. Well, I mean, I think that that wraps it up for this podcast portion of the evening. All four of the artists here to my right are going to be performing live after about a 10 or 15-minute break. But thank you guys so much for coming out for the podcast parts. Please stick around. Obviously, the music's here. It's just going to get better. Um, and from a personal standpoint, very cool to do a Dynasty podcast event with Downright, a company I respect
1: and I'm a fan of, with people that I respect and I'm a fan of. So glad we were able to do this. Oh, thank, thank you. Thanks, and, 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 and Yeah, again, thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you to City Winery for, for hosting us So tonight. much. Yeah. Um, take this. We'll talk about it more while we're over there, but you know, check out their schedule of upcoming events. They do a lot of great things in this room, uh, and it's a beautiful room. It sounds great. Um, food is delicious, and the wine is tasty. So uh, take this opportunity if you want uh, to refill your drinks or order something or you know, do what you got to do, but we'll be back in about 10 minutes.
0: And you know what we forgot to mention? most obvious thing, downright.com. Oh, of course. And dynastypodcast.com. It's where you can keep up with everything that everyone up here has going on.
2: For sure. It's yeah. yeah awesome. D O W N W R I T.
1: Yes. Right. And also, uh, W O, wait, D O W N W R I T E, downright, right with the W. That's also a promo code tonight uh, for Lyft. If you're looking for a ride home, you can download the app and get, a, uh, get transported safely home in case you've had a little too much of City Winery. That's
2: L Y F T.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. The, spell- the spelling bee portion of the night is coming up next. I know, right? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys.
1: Okay, we'll see in you in a minute. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. This has been the Dynasty Podcast Panel Cast Series. Thanks to City Winery for having Dynasty Podcasts and Downright on site, Mark Rose and Bob Nana of Downright for partnering with Dynasty Podcasts on the event. Dustin Courier and William Beckett for being on the panel, and Leila I Royale for producing the live podcast. You can find more live podcasts and panels at dynastypodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty,
5: my name is Haima Black. Dynasty Descend.